Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 239 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This first half tasty treats is brought to us by the gentleman on this couch alongside me, Tim. So what are we drinking? Black Eagle Bourbon. It's a pretty nondescript bourbon. Um, Literally the ground of a black eagle, because we can only have gold and bald eagles in America. So I was looking for something that you would like. Like, I'm a, a nice, smooth bourbon, whiskey, rye, whatever. You like something harsh, like the Old West, that would like yeah. also work to peel paint off the old saloon. Hell yes. So I think I did pretty good with that. We taste, I think you did, too. We tasted this, and it definitely got that throat burn going on yep, that you like. Yep, it's delicious. Ish. So I had to make it more palatable for myself, so I mixed in some bitters and some orange peel. It's good. A little bit of honey, um, sweet, simple syrup, and uh, now it's palatable for me. So it's the old cowboy western. Uh, no, cowboys would not be drinking what we're drinking right now. That's true. It'd be the food Or does that sissy stuff? Yeah, exactly. That's very true. It's kind of an old-fashioned, sort of, mm-hmm. but it's good. Um, it is. It's very good. Thank it you for is making a, it. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a tasty treat. It is. Um, so it's been a few weeks. Uh, so maybe we just do a really quick recap. Uh, you were on vacation two weeks ago. Yeah, I was in Virginia Beach. I was going to talk in depth about that last week when we were going to have a podcast, but now I think I'll just glaze over some highlights. I mean, we should talk about why we didn't record last week, though. Yeah, I was just going to say before we get into the Virginia Beach last week, Tim did show up to record, but as he was driving here, we found that every single one of our websites was down. That includes all of. The podcast website. My ancient blog. His um, ancient blog, our video game podcast website, Podcast Junkies website. Like and, four of my wife's sites. And his wife had four websites, and one of them was entailing the adventures of his two children from their birth. Yeah. You know, memories. And they were, they, it wasn't just down, they they were gone. They were infected to hell. Yeah, they somehow. The host we had would have fixed it for $600 a year, and that was an ongoing commitment. Yeah. So... Uh, we didn't do that, yeah, which said, meant uh, <laughs> we got another provider for your website. Yeah, which meant finding a new host for Podcast Junkie, and then finding the host wasn't too hard. No, no, but then like the trying to figure out like what we could recruit coop from anything. You just basically different. rebuilt your site, basically. So I watched for a little bit, and then I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, so that's the reason why I didn't record last week. Sorry, guys. So how, I, how, I had a mental breakdown. You were stressful. Yes. Um, how is your site, by the way? I think it's good. I think it's back to normal. Nice. Um, you did that pretty fast. Yeah. All did, things considered. I think I did it about in like 72 hours. Um, I think I probably spent, I don't know. I think the last check I did with you was like, was it, like what, eight hours in or something? Mm-hmm. And I think I only like worked another like three or four hours after that. It's like a 12 hour like rebuild. But that's also like the the site that like I make, the merch is sold off of. It's called Printful. And... Uh, for some reason, they only let you make like they let you make unlimited stores, and they can have different connections to different like shopping places. So like the one I saw off of is WooCommerce, mm-hmm. which is the WordPress one. Um, but when I reinstalled WooCommerce, it like unless you pay for WooCommerce, I guess, or like pay for or donate or something, like it doesn't save your sales. Like it doesn't save your cart online, even though like you register for it. That's weird. Um, so, like I said, I had zero sales, which I thought was weird. And then when I plugged in the Printful, like, information that needed, like, to communicate, WordPress, like, WooCommerce, like, went out and, like, erased all of my products. 
So, like, it still says I have, like, the sales on the Printful side of it. But, like, inside of my actual website, it says I have zero sales. And then it erased all of the products off of the Printful website. So, then, like, when I went in there, like, the store was empty. But it still said I had sales. And, like, I still had, like, four items needing to be, like, prepared and shipped. So, I was, like, had to email them and be, like, so are these products, like, gone? Like, you guys aren't going to do this? Like, how the fuck did I fix this? And they're, like, we don't do rollbacks. And I was, like, okay, great. So, um, long story short on that side of it, luckily I used their templates to make mm-hmm. products mm-hmm. and basically it lets you like download a PSD for Photoshop and I just like position the logos where I wanted and I uploaded them with like, this is for dark color t-shirts. This is for light color t-shirts. This is for dark sweatshirts. This is for light sweatshirts. This is for a 11 ounce coffee mug. This is for a 15 ounce coffee mug. So everything was like duplicated on there so i just had to go back through and find which shirts i selected and then had to go through all my sales and try to figure out what prices i set the t-shirts at mm-hmm. um and actually i think i even lowered the prices on my t-shirts so okay but yeah so that was that was last week's finango um let's go back to your virginia beach it was actually a happy peaceful time for you that was Dri- freaking awesome. driving around awesome scooters yeah so Kind of like they have here in Portland, they had um, there's only one company called Bird, but they just like dump scooters in the corners of streets in the middle of the night, fully charged. You walk up with nice. your, walk up with your app and scan a QR code, and it unlocks, and you can just zoom around the town. And Virginia Beach is kind of set up; it's like a boardwalk. So it's like Virginia Beach, like like a like a party town, or yeah, a little bit. Um, sort of family friendly though. I mean, there's definitely some bars that open up at night along okay. the strip. So there's like one really long strip. Like I don't know, maybe. Like, would you say, like, Jersey Shore Boardwalk? Sure, like, I, haven't, I don't like, know. I haven't been there. Okay, like, okay, so, like... People kept comparing it to Myrtle Beach, whatever that is. Um, Myrtle Beach. I think that's Florida. Um, so, it's it's a long strip parallel to the beach. So, you got the beach. So, it's not, like, our strips here in Washington. No, ours is, like, perpendicular to the beach. This is parallel. Okay. So, there's all sorts of, like, souvenir shops and restaurants and T-shirt bars. T-shirt shops? Arcades, miniature golf, um, all sorts of stuff. But it's pretty long. Like I said, like two miles. So like walking, you could do it, but it's going to take a long time. Wow. So I saved a lot of time by zipping around my scooter. Um, so I, yeah, I was pretty much just drinking and zipping around my scooter and having fun while my wife was in a conference, like working um, all day. So uh, one day I booked tickets for a paragliding experience and I've paraglided one other time, um, but it was probably a third of the height. Like I flew really freaking high. I've showed you pictures. Yeah, that was insane. Like it looked can... like you were walking on the water. How well, high the you were. boat was like a tiny little speck. So that was amazing. Um, it was a little bit windy. So when I was up that high, it was a little bit freaky. So I was blowing around a bit. But it was a lot of fun. Um, so I that's guess. one experience I did. Um, what was even better was I think it was one or two days later, I went to a ropes course. And um, there's like one around here that has like six courses. This one had a central hub with 16 courses branching out from it. It's insane. So it's like this central big tree, like an Ewok village thing. And it'll be like ladders on different corners of this platform. That's Um, like the star. That's like the, like the Star Trek thing, right? Sure. Yeah. The little, little guys that walk around with their fingers all like out and like say live long and prosper and things. Exactly. You nailed it. Yep. Okay. So anyway, you, um, each course has a rating. Like it starts like at yellow and then green and then blue and then purple. And then what, what's the big granddaddy of the double all. black diamond I double black diamond did not do a double black diamond i did a single black diamond what now double black i was getting tired by that point i started at the low level and i just kept going up and up um until mm, after i did the that's black reason why you got to kill yourself double black diamond no, no, first I, okay to go backwards i finished the black diamond and i'll get to that later but um 
I had like 20 minutes left because you have a three hour window basically. And then they're like, they kick you out. Um, so I was at like two and a half hours and I'm like, okay, I went to one of the, um, safety people there and said, Hey, what's well, a course I could knock out in 20, 30 minutes. And like, Oh, this one, we just made it. Um, it's also a green course, so it's relatively easy. So you go on this course, you're walking along tight ropes or other obstacles from tree to tree. Okay. And then every now and then there'll be a zip line. Like on the black diamond one I did, I think there was three zip lines. This last one I did, the brand new one was just like five zip lines. <laughs> it's like. Walk a little bit, snap onto a zip line and zip, and then again and again and again. So it was fun. It was a good way to finish, um, just zipping around on those lines. So the other ones had all sorts of challenging things. I did. I was really sore the next day from holding myself up, pulling myself around. But the Black Diamond one was really cool because <clears throat> at one point, you actually went across a small river or a stream or whatever. Um, so that was neat. And that was like a 30-second zip line. It was a pretty long one. So not maybe... That is pretty long because like... 30 seconds doesn't seem like a long time, but like for zipping across, that's pretty long. Well, for comparison, the one that had five zip lines, those were typically about 10 seconds. Yeah. So um, it was Yeah, cool. like 50 seconds of zip lining throughout so, the yeah, thing. So yeah, I'd never done anything like this. Um, I was by myself. Um, there was like a school group there, but um, even though there was like, I don't know, 50 to 70 other people, I only passed someone once on the course. Like everybody, nice. There were so many courses that it was, you didn't feel all bunched up. That's cool. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I also drank way too much on that trip. Um, yeah, I heard your wife's detoxing. Has she had an alcoholic drink yet? Yeah, she's fine. Um, okay. but it was a good time. I um, saw her like a few days after she got back and she's like, I'm detoxing. I don't even want to talk about alcohol. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's good. We're at church. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was a good time. Um, I got a little bit, I played some switch games that I'll get to later. Nice. Uh, I got some reading done. I just kind of chilled at the pool a little bit. It was a very, very good vacation for me. I'm um, not quite as much of a vacation for my wife but she got to have fun she had fun at nighttime yep um and she wouldn't have done the zipline or the parasailing anyway she's not into that kind of thing um why don't we talk about your week a little bit then i'll get back to what i did this weekend okay so like i did a lot of yard work 2k9 2k19 simulator what did you do this time um well i bought a brand new weed whacker okay and uh so i kind of i wish i would okay so I bought it for mine and my neighbor's like weird ass slope that's behind our fence that we're responsible for. It's like what, almost forty five degrees. Yeah, and um, so you can't get a mower on it because the no. oil and the you'd no, have to have a, a very bag. specialized one, and I'm not gonna go buy a specialized you'd have toes one. Toes matching your fingers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I tried getting my mower down, and it just kind of barrel rolled down the hill, so um, there was no stopping it. Um. And by barrel rolled, I mean it literally flipped and dragged me all the way down. Luckily, it was not. Um, so we went out and bought a new gas weed eater because electric ones aren't strong enough. Um, and I just thought it was like me for the two houses because that's all I've done in the two previous year- summers I've been here. Um, but as I got done with my neighbors, and the next neighbor wanted me to do hers. So I did hers. And then the next neighbor wanted me to do his, so I did his. Um, I kind of wish... That I would have went around and, like, asked people if they want me to do it mm-hmm. before I bought the Weed Whacker. Because I would have gone with, like, the industrial one then mm. instead of, like, the top of the line, like... Consumer. Consumer brand. I mean, it works and it's fine. Um, and I guess, honestly, like, thinking back on it, this probably, like, doesn't matter all that much. It's just, like, swing. Like, I only have, like, 18 inches of left to right swing that, like... Compared to, what, like, 24? Yeah, compared to, like, a 24. 
Um, and I guess it really doesn't matter. So I, it's just going to take longer. It's just going to take longer. And it's more walking up and down and mm-hmm. up and down or like side hilling it. And it's just, it's tiresome. Um, I hear tapping. Is there somebody at our door? Uh-huh. I heard a tapping. A yeah, tapping that that was creepy as fuck. That was like an underground um, pill moment. So I did that, but the Weedy Whacker that I bought has the front half of it actually is like interchangeable mm-hmm. off of like a gear shaft, which is kind of like a tech talk. Um, so it's like a mini tech talk. Sure. Um, before your epic tech talk. Um, so I also bought a edger attachment for my Weed Whacker. I bought the Weed Whacker portion of it and I brush, bought a brush clearing blade attachment. Okay. So, um, and then there's also a leaf blower attachment I haven't bought yet, but I'm going to buy. Okay. So it's just like one in like five. Or actually, I think there's like six attachments in total that you can buy for this thing. And uh, so it's kind of like this like one and done sort of deal where you can like buy this pretty nice gas weed eater, and it just kind of takes care of all the other situations you got going on that you need to take care of around the yard. Like I like I edged around my backyard and. Hadn't been done in two years, and my wife came out. She's like, "Oh, this looks really nice." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it does." Like it, like the landscapers when they bought the house, like had it all perfectly done. I went back and it looks the same good, like the same as it, the day that we bought the place. Cool. So um, that was pretty cool. I was like, kind of excited about that. Um, did a Memorial Day barbecue, so basically just did a barbecue. And what'd you cook? Um, so we go to our friend Rick and Andy's for like holidays and stuff. Cause they have a huge pool. So we can go swimming and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a heated pool. So like, it wasn't the nicest Memorial day. It was pretty kind of chilly actually compared to the previous days. It was like in the eighties. Memorial day was like in the like high sixties. Um, but their pool is like in the nineties. So we like swam. They bought a new grill. That's like a griddle grill. <laughs> so think of like a George Foreman on fucking crack. Okay. And it's just like this huge girl sized George Foreman basically. Does like the grease drip off um, similar way or Well actually the the better comparison has ever been the Benny Hanna's or like the uh So it's a flat grill. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a flat solid an actual griddle. Yeah, like a legit like Okay, then where does the grease go? It runs off to a side. Okay. Just like Benny Hanna's runs off to the front. Okay. So um they cooked up a bunch of stuff on it and like it seemed to work pretty well. It was the first time they used it. The gas or um yeah, propane. Cool. So um again what did you grow uh they did hamburgers they did like seven different types of sausages nice um they did buffalo burger and i feel like there's one more but i can't remember what the other one was because i had like four i had four hamburgers oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) oh did i also say i've got a home gym now that i'm burning calories like a bitch and i can't get full that's i'm like tim he's ever been like powering through your fucking your protein shit that you gave me i'm like Protein. I don't want to eat, drink, protein, drink, protein. That's good. I guess, yeah. muscles. Yep. Um, so I've been doing that. And then uh, after I got the backyard and everything done. She's taking a before and after picture. I know. I always kick myself. I'm like, I should have done that. So you roided out Zach. With- yeah, exactly. Um, we got like this like love seat, like mid-sized couch thing with two chairs in the backyard around this like fire pit, which we need to have your family over for at one of these like. Friday nights or Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just kind of like been laying back there. Almost, I fell asleep back there. I found a new TV show that's really fucked up. So backing up a minute, did the having the umbrella make you want to relax back there more? Um, or did that really not matter? 
Oh, it did. Yeah, it's definitely cutting out a lot of uh, the uh, sun glare. Okay. So I've been using the umbrella, and uh, just like I'm just like happy. I, I just like being outside. Cool. So, um, and then like with all the effort and shit that I put into the backyard already this year, I'm just like I just kind of want to fucking enjoy it. Yeah, we should drag our mics down there. We should. Oh, the wind would probably suck. Uh, wind might suck, but we could run it through our surface and record it there. That'd be fun. Maybe we should we should do that next week. Um, but yeah, so I like, I would just be like laying back there and like Saturday night, I think it was, no, last Friday night. I literally was out there like at like midnight and almost passed the fuck out. That's cool. Yeah. Just wake up with bug bites all over your butt. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So what was the fucked up TV show? You're, uh, um, off? so there's this new fucked up TV show called, uh, destroying ISIS or killing ISIS. Okay. And it is like a reality quote unquote TV show of like X. Mil- U.S. military people that have now joined the Syrian army. Okay. And they're live streaming their experiences of killing people over there. That is pretty Because the up. U.S. government isn't fighting apparently over in this like one area where they're at. Mm-hmm. So they've joined the Syrian army and they're like using like Syrian equipment but still wearing like their old U.S. military like uniforms even though they're not in the U.S. military anymore. And it's like this like what Renegade net- militia. What network is carrying this? Andy. Andy. A and E. Oh, a- oh, Andy. Yeah. I thought he was like Andy. What the fuck is Andy? <laughs> I thought your friend with the pool. No, no, that is my friend. My with friend the pool. with the pool is a TV executive. He's <laughs> exactly. got this really crazy idea. He's trying to push. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, no, this is messed up. We can't show this on TV. Yeah, it's really. It's what the act- hell, Andy. It's legitimately like fucked up. No, that's really fucked up. Yeah, actually. it's kind of crazy how far our reality TV gone has gone like i i did a little bit of research this isn't uncommon for u.s people to like when the united states has declared that there's not a war anymore and we pull out of an area yeah that some of the military gets pissed and they go back over and they fight for whoever's continuing the fight i'm not sure how i feel about this so it's like, not I, it's not, not uncommon l- let me be clear i'm not for isis yeah but I don't know. There's something weird about this. So the thing that really got me was that three of the main people that they're following mm-hmm. didn't have the balls to tell their family or friends what they're doing. They just dropped off the map. That's that, that's weird, man. Like a personal crusade kind of thing. It's legitimately... A, it, it was kind like of like these guys have like, extreme PTSD and need to be looked at. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. Like they're all ex... Like even if been even in if, fucked up situations. Even if the guys wrong. are after or, or evil, like... Whenever you go to vigilantism, you're, I don't know, you're playing with fire. Yeah. Um. One of them left the Marines after six years, six or eight years. Like, basically just like left, signed his documents. They were going to send him back stateside. And he was like, no, leave me here. I'm going to live here now. And like literally hung out at bars until like the Syrian army came in and he enlisted with them. And I was like, dude never even left the fucking country. Yeah, I like that. Should just shouldn't happen. Like, not that like I'm like, hey, cool. Like, I mean, maybe that's great. Like, somebody's gotta look out for these guys, I guess. But like, also, it's kind of messed up. You need to watch Barry. I don't even. What the fuck's Barry? Tell me about Barry. What's Barry? I've told you three times now about Barry. Okay, well, I forgot. Is Barry the Barack Obama story? No, you, I always you said I, that. I you said say that, that too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Barry <laughs> is an ex-marine. Okay, who becomes a hitman, and he has that like a handler who's like this really Syrian army no he's this jaded guy he he sets everything up and just Barry shows up and does the killing and he's he's like really good at it Hmm. 
but he's having like an existential midlife crisis. He doesn't want to do this anymore. He discovers an acting class in the course of one of his hits, and he tries to become an actor, and he's <laughs> not a good actor. Okay. But last night, we watched like probably the most fucked up episode. Is of- this like an ongoing series? Like all done? There's currently two seasons, and we watched like one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in a while last night. It was amazing. What's this on? Um, it is on HBO. Okay, cool. I have HBO right now, so I better watch this before I get rid of it. I think it's season two, episode four or five or something you like that. You probably have to watch all of No, it, though, you will right? know when you get to the episode. Okay. Let's just say you will know. All right. It's amazing. Sounds good. It's like Breaking Bad level of messed up. See, I didn't like Breaking That's Bad. That's fine, but it was messed up. Okay. See, I didn't find that messed up. <laughs> there was literally at one point in that show a turtle with a guy's head on it. I didn't see that. But that's messed up. That's in my... pretty messed up. Yeah. There's some messed Was up. Was the head still talking? No. Oh, it's, okay. it's loosely based in reality. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. You would like Barry. All right. I'll I check it out. You should. What else did you do this week? Because so, I haven't done anything else. Sure. We had a really cool geek date. Um, My wife on Saturday was like, hey, you want to go out? And I'm like, yes, I do. Um, So we started um at Salty. What would have happened if you would have said no? Like, nah. I'm yeah, just I'm not good. feeling it. So we started at Salty's, which has a really excellent happy hour. Salty's. Um, I've heard of that over and over and over and over again. It's a pretty expensive place, but happy hour was affordable. That's the Oregon side of the Columbia River, right? Yeah, along the Marine Marine Drive. So you got a view of the water. And yeah, the happy hour was really good. Like We got some really good food for a reasonable price. Um, They had drink specials. They had appetizer specials. She got this fish and chips. It was actually pretty decent size. I got some fish tacos. We got some shrimp cocktails, some calamari. It was really good, and it didn't break the bank. We started there. Um, then we went to the grand opening of uh, Retro Game Bar. Nice. Which is off MLK. Um, that place was really cool. Um, so it's a little bar. You've got some. You got a bar top with the bartender and the stuff behind. There's video game memorabilia everywhere. Also, they actually had one of um, those links that you have. Oh, shit. That's cool as fuck. Um, a lot of boxes from old uh, video game systems. And then on the tables everywhere were different video game systems just hooked up to old CRT TVs. So what happens like if somebody was at a table you were on, you were you wanted, you just walk up and be like, get off this table, I want this table. No, I mean, I would hope some public politeness and decorum would still be the, the case. They have Zelda games? Uh, Yeah, they did. Uh, um, one of the time. guys was doing a time run of original Legend. Legend. They had, uh, oh, nice. They had uh, several 64s set up. Nice. Um, they had GoldenEye going. They had, nice. they had two, cou- two couches. One was doing GoldenEye, the other one was doing um, Smash Brothers. Um, then there was like systems all over the place. Um, they had an old arcade cabinet for, um, what's that bubble game, bubble, bubble. And that sounds right. Yeah. A couple other things. Um, this other weird thing that I didn't get to check out is this kind of an arcade cabinet. I'm going to go back to it. I'll report later. It was weird. Um, but the bar itself was really cool. So you're sitting at the bar, like on a, a stool or whatever. Right. Yeah. And you got, you're at the bar. Um, there's like a kind of incline, um, at the end of the bar where they rested controllers and you just pick up the controller and then directly across from you behind the bar would be a TV like up high and it would be all connected. So you'd be playing. What That's we, cool as what, hell. What you're looking straight on at it. So that was neat. And there was probably like five of those. So actually sitting at the bar, you could still be playing games. Um, they had a lot of themed cocktails. Uh, my wife got the pipe dream and I got the legend of time. Nice. T H Y M E. So, what'd that taste like? Um, it tasted very botanical. Did it? Especially since was it I, good? It was. I, good. I may have added a, a little extra herbal um, supplement to it. Okay. Um, but that was good. 
You said one drink there because we um, had tickets to a show, which I'm wearing the shirt of right now. The Clown? Yep. It's called uh, Going Down in Flames. Going Down in Flames, yep. Which was a Kickstarter. Okay. Um, so basically this guy um, was writing a play with his sister, who was a clown, about a clown with dementia. And then she actually got dementia. So th- she ended up dying eventually. And a few years later, he kind of went back to the play, reworked it a bit, and uh, kickstarted it so that he could actually fund the production. Wow. And show it around. And he was there. He actually talked at the end of it. And it was really cool. Um, so Cheryl and I, had, my wife, had very different experiences with this play. I found it like very poignant and heartwarming in a way because it's, it's told from the perspective mainly of the brother. Like talking about his sister, like the sister's definitely in it a lot. She's she, you know, yeah, yeah, like does her show, and you kind of see her deteriorate toward the end. Um, but I found it was really sweet. Um, uh, some a public figure that my wife is very invested in also died this month, so it, it kind of hit her harder. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really good. Okay, and there was some messed up, dirty jokes in this in this play. Like he's making dirty jokes about his sister. That's messed up, dude. No, no, the clown, like as a oh. clown. Like she had a really good one about how you jerk off a dinosaur. <laughs> you kind of had to see it. I can't recreate that. She had a really long one about um, this French fighter pilot that was amazing. Okay. The probably one joke I could sort of tell, like not nearly as well as she did, but um. So there's this doctor, right? And uh, the nurse goes, "Why are you, why are you writing your notes with a anal thermometer?" And the doctor goes, "Oh, wait, I am, aren't I? Crap, that means some asshole's got my pen." <laughs> <laughs> some asshole some asshole's got my pen so that was a really good time um and so that play was over like i don't know nine or so and i wasn't quite we were having a really good time like like nice dinner on the water um awesome we go over at the grand opening of this arcade like they were start, the dj was starting to set up for later in the evening but like we went on the early side where it wasn't yeah. crowded we could literally go to whatever table we wanted we went to one um to backtrack a little bit where the screen you could switch the screen back and forth is old old screen and on one side was NES the other side was a Sega Master System mm-hmm. so she was playing Tetris and then uh, I would take turns and I would switch over and play this really weird Sonic the Hedgehog game that was like retro made oh fuck so it's like new made no no but... no no is so Sonic came out on Genesis right mm-hmm. but the Sega Master System was still pretty popular in South America Brazil yeah. Brazil okay. or whatever so they actually made a virgin a version of a virgin a virgin they made a virgin. Okay. Virgin Sonic. And okay. They made, a, they made a version of Sonic for the Sega Master System. So it's obviously really? not, not nearly as fast. Yeah. They had to get really creative with how they did it, but it, it was not bad. Really? It was kind of weird. I'd never played it before, so it was fun. Um, I don't remember the name of it. Sorry. But it's basically Sonic on the Sega Master System. Oh, that's crazy. So anyway, we I wasn't done. Like I was having a good time. I should mention this theater was was messed up it was like literally by some train tracks in an industrial part of town like i took a picture i think i showed you yeah you showed me that was weird um i might put that on your instagram feed if i remember um just because it was so bizarre but there's also a brewery right around the corner and all the didn't matter what what beer you um got from them, it was five bucks and it was pretty low-key like there's only four people at the bar there's a bunch of empty tables that me and my wife ended up going to and i got a really strong stout just hanging out, having a good time. Bartender like was playing Jenga with the four people there, for, but he got a little bored. The bartender was playing no, Jenga. No, this gets better. He got, I guess, bored of that, so he he 
picks up this bow and arrow from behind the bar and goes around the corner and starts just shooting his bow into the side of the building. <laughs> what the fuck? And remember, this is beside, like, beside, there's like a, literally a train going by at one point. <laughs> like, right outside the door, like, 20 feet away. It was surreal. Oh, my God. It was a really good date. So, uh, did he offer anybody else to shoot the bow? No, I, 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 he's probably smart enough not for the liability for that for people have been drinking. We had two beers there, though. Called it a night. It was a really good time. So, that's nice. What I, that's, that's awesome, That's what I've been up to. Um, so, Tim. Yes. Do you want to talk some news? There's been some news in the last couple of weeks, but... Tim, what do we got in the news this week? Well, this is actually over a week old now, but um, there's this thing announced that I kind of want. It's called the Playdate, and to back up, there's this company um, called Panic, and they develop apps and software for the Macintosh arena. Um, some A lot of productivity apps, but they've also published Firewatch for Mac and um, the Untitled Goose Game, which I think you saw. Yeah, yeah. I saw Did that you, at PAX last year. Yeah, you're like this goose that just fucks with this gardener. Yeah. Like a total asshole. Um, so they're publishing some games, and so they're a really weird company, and they they want to do this this side project. And I guess they've been de- like developing it for like four years. Um, it's being built by um, a different company, like the physical part of it. It's a it's a handheld game system, and okay, here it is. Douche bro. Uh, hold up, I'm getting to that part. Oh, let's, sorry. Let's positive first. Uh, Teenage Engineering is the people actually designing um, this this toy that I want. Teenage Engineering. Yes, they make cool shit um like musical instruments mostly. okay or, or like musical not instruments like the boards like circuit boards yeah well like mixers and stuff oh, okay okay so okay. Anyway. it's like maybe they could give us a new mixer maybe um so this thing is like it looks like it looks like what a pokemon character would have as a game boy in the game universe it looks like almost kind of looks like a pokemon yellow game it's boy. so yeah it's a tiny little thing it looks vaguely game boy like it has a black and white screen high definition black and white screen um it has two buttons and a cross pad and a crank um so the cr- what the fuck's the crank for it um it, it's just another input so mm. think like fishing games obvious, oh, yeah, obviously obviously cool. so you know katamari damacy kind of right yeah so the developer of that made a game for it and in his game it's like a time thing so when you turn the you crank speed up time or speed slow up down time or reverse time so wow. different different things you can do with it. Um, so it's going to be a very unique device, and and they aren't very. They said it's got plenty of memory and it's got plenty of horsepower, but it's not really about that. It's a very unique, just something you carry with you. And the way they're releasing games on it's kind of unique. When you buy the game system, which is one hundred forty nine dollars, it's a little yellow, one hundred forty nine dollars. You get the first season of games, which is twelve games, and they'll release once a week. Okay. A little thing will just like light up when it's downloaded, so you'll have some, something to look forward to for this first. Hey, quote. you got a game. Yeah, some will be shorter than others. Um, so yeah, I I love the concept. I mean, it's not really competing with the Switch or even the DS. Really, it's just sort of its own little weird thing. It's like uh, it's almost like uh. Oh, look at this. Uh, that's kind of cool. Um, what is that? The crank on the silver thing? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of folds into the side. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the little Game Boy esque thing that you bought for us. Oh, the yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You got two of them, I think. Now, no, I gave one Didn't to you. you. I know. 
But you didn't you buy like the updated one or something? No, I just bought the the game for it, the one that's like Zelda. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, never mind. So it's coming out in 2020. I am signed up on the list to pre-order it. I probably will pre-order it because it's totally it's stu- totally reality. totally stupid kind of thing that I would get. So that's what the play date is. So here comes the drama. So they're developing this for like four years, right? Jesus. Meanwhile, there's this um, little like pop-up indie game showcase. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, they are also called Playdate. So Panic, the company, writes these guys, um, the Playdate pop-up festival, and says, hey, we're making this thing. Like, maybe you guys... Hey, we should... decided to make this thing, like, now. Yeah. Um, maybe you guys should change your name so that, like, you know, there's not trouble. Like a, ve- like a thinly veiled, like, threat. Like, they never came out and said they'd do anything about it. Yeah. Like, like, hey, maybe we should change your name. And these guys are, like, indie as fuck. They are, like... Like, their signs for their little thing are, like, made out of cardboard. They're the just... other people, not the actual Kickstarter. It's not a Kickstarter. Well, it's the, a startup. Yeah, startup. So, yeah, the festival people are just, like, literally indie gamers coming together, showing their games to the public. Like, it's a free thing. Like, it's no, like the pig people in Portland. Totally. Totally like pig. They, they're not making any money. They just want to get their games out there to the public to play with. Um, Like, literally not making any money. They're, they're spending money out of their pockets to throw this thing. Um, and then they get this letter from this company saying, you know, you know, change your name. So... That kind of sucked. Yeah. And um, so someone published an article about it and Twitter was up in arms and like literally within six hours, Playdate, the system, startup. the startup or panic, the company, whatever you want to call it, was like, no, no, we're sorry. That's not what we meant. We just, we didn't want to overshadow their, their festival. We thought, you know, that when people would Google Playdate, they'd never see them anymore. Like come with this bullshit. They totally backed down. Oh, totally backed down. Totally backed down. But yeah, for a while though. Trust me, Playdate was not popping up. The 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 startup indie thingy was not popping up in Google right now. Anyways. Well, yeah, it's just dumb for them to like. I companies do this all the time to try to protect their trademark or whatever. Yeah. But like, Giant Bomb has been doing Playdates like as a video segment for like way longer than four years, probably like ten years almost. Like Playdate is out there in many forms, um, and relating to gaming. So they should have, I don't know, but they, they stepped in it really bad that way. So that's the internet drama of the week. Um, I got some stories for you to read, though, too. All right. So PAX this year, Tim is claiming it's going to smell better. I'm here to tell you why it's not going to smell better. Okay, tell me why. So Microsoft is making Xbox Body Wash, partnering with Axe's counterpart in Australia, which is going to be hitting the shelves this July in Australia. So we'll not make it to the U.S. in time for our PAX experience. It might. But Xbox is one of the weirdest fucking companies that makes the weirdest branded shit in the world. Hey. And they're continuing that on now I would through rather, GameSpot. I'd rather the nerds we brush shoulders to, with to smell like Xbox than what they currently smell exactly. like. Exactly. So the f- they can see that Xbox fans can achieve incredible things every day and they want to celebrate that elevated skill, passion, and determination by creating something truly special, Tinia Chi, the business group leader of Xbox Australia New Zealand, said in a statement, they are now going to be able to quick spray before the door. I mean, it is an Xbox green. It's all Xbox green, ladies and gentlemen. So, the cool thing about this is... PlayStation have a blue mouthwash. Do, what? Do they? No, but they should. Oh, I was like, that's fucking cool as shit. What would Switch do? Um, Red. 
I know, but red what? Red hair dye. Uh, okay. I think the blue mouthwash has got better potential. Yeah. Uh, so they have, they're calling it Linux mm-hmm. or Lynx. Lynx. Um, Xbox Lynx. That's going to be the scent of it. Uh, lift your game. So they're going to have uh, deodorant. They're going to have uh, body wash. They're going to have shampoo. And they're also going to have body spray. Nice. So it is a full axe body spray counterpart over in Australia. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to get one just over here on the stateside, even though I'm not an Xbox guy. <laughs> it's know, part I, of the nerd nature. I just hope they pass it out of packs. That's all yeah, I hope. I I would hope so. Um, the next thing is we got what the fuck Apple, and I can't say what the fuck even more. Um, so, oh, we got something loading. Hold on, let's see what this is, ladies and gentlemen. Live on the air. Literally birds. What the hell is this? This is the Apple commercial. We're talking Apple. Oh wait. That makes no sense. I don't know why and that. And thanks to the copyright strike. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so Apple launches a way to get buzz or a new product to get buzz, and uh, I'm not sure what the. F- you need to kill that video. It's, your it's not. This is your fucking article. Oh my gosh! Here, I'll open it for you. No, I got it now. I paused it. But uh, they got a new gadget, which is uh, kind of confusing as fuck. It's a monitor stand. Yeah. That. Uh, How much is that monitor stand? Isn't nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars? No, nine hundred ninety nine. Oh, nine hundred ninety nine. It's a, it's a literally a piece of metal to hold up a monitor for a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, well. Starting out at seven forty nine, if you want the shitty looking clear version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but the pro stand is nine ninety nine. You're right. Not even the monitor. Like you the, can get a PC. This is just a stand, man. I know you can buy a PC for this much money. Yeah. Or so, you can buy an Apple stand. The funny thing is, they even it. up on stage listed the Vesa, which is a competitor to them, at one ninety nine. It looks identical, but the pro stand. Is nine ninety nine. You want pro, don't you? You want pro, right? From us. So uh, this Apple Mac Pro screen stand, I repeat, stand costs nine hundred ninety nine. I don't even, I don't Let even that have that sink I don't, in for a moment. I don't even have a monitor that's that much money. You no, might. No, I don't. Okay, but I you, have a monitor that's half that price. I would consider a monitor, maybe. I maybe. Would con- I would consider a monitor at that price. But just the thing that holds up the monitor. Yeah, this is fucking insane. And the funny thing is, okay, so another funny thing is when they did this, mm-hmm. they literally probably dropped a six hundred dollar monitor on top of that stand. Like, <laughs> no, like the, mon- the monitor. No, the monitor is supposed to hold up is like five thousand dollar monitor. Oh, is it? I will say that yes. Oh, okay, but that doesn't mean. Well, in, in Windows terminology and pricing, that'd be like a six hundred dollar monitor. So. <laughs> probably. But it runs Apple. Yeah, it's very true. And speaking of technology, you want to uh, talk some tech? Let's talk some tech. I got a new phone is what I got. I got the Pixel 3a, um, which is one of the weirdest upgrades I've ever done for a phone. It's actually like a side grade. Um. Okay. So I had the Pixel 2, like you do. Um, 
which is what a six hundred dollar phone, seven hundred dollar phone, seven hundred I think when I bought it. Or it was not uh, eight hundred when I bought it, but yes. Yeah, so Google now. is trying to do a really good mass produced mid range phone, and I I think they've succeeded. The three A has a lot of the features of the Pixel three, um, with some things left out. It doesn't have wireless charging. It's not waterproof. Um, it doesn't have the wide angle selfie lens in the front. It does have the same camera in the back, the main camera, as well as the software that makes it cool, like the night stuff. Um, it's got um, a slower processor than the 3, but a decent processor. And I'm loving this phone. Um, so my, my Pixel 2 was working pretty well. It had a couple issues that were starting to develop. So did you sell your Pixel 2? I did the trade-in. Um, so it'll be a total cost of 200 for my upgrade. Okay. Side grade, whatever you want to call it. Side. Yeah. Okay. Oh, never mind. Continue on. Okay. So, it also comes with a headphone jack, which is a... On top. Nice. Which is a big deal to me. It is a big deal for you. I hate the little UBS-C... U, the dongle. USB-C. USB-C, yes. Too many letters. Uh, dongle. I hate it. It comes out. I lose it. I've already lost one. Um, one got mashed in the car door when I was closing it because it was attached to the aux cord. Neither of my cars have Bluetooth. I do own two Bluetooth headphones, but I hate it when I pick it up and the charger's gone. Like I should just be able to pick up my headphones or, and just listen. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not against the Bluetooth headphones, but I don't know what the portability and so that was a big deal to me. Maybe not a two hundred dollar big deal. The other issue I was having is my camera was having trouble focusing on my two. Huh. Um, like something like six to eight inches away, something close. It just wasn't focusing, um, which was coming up fairly frequently i like to take pictures of little stupid stuff also like to deposit my checks that way i couldn't get a check image i don't know how to do that it's pretty easy anyway um so the other issue is having my batteries seem to be started to decline as they do um it's slightly taller it's very similar yeah it's same width there is an xl i did not get the xl i don't like giant. i, I hate the XL. i don't like giant phones um it's got the xl is a bigger battery so that would be good um, so yeah, but the big battery doesn't really matter because you have a bigger screen than power. Um, speaking of battery and power, this thing charges in roughly 15 minutes to give you seven hours of whoa. It's got a super fast charging battery. So how does that look on a power brick at PAX? Um, so the fast charge only works with the original charger. Oh. But it is an option. Um, it'll charge pretty much normally with a power brick at PAX. Okay. Same speed. Okay. But same speed as mine. Sure. If it's just to a normal power brick, but if I plug my phone into the wall into the wall with the included uh brick yeah, yeah. it'll the charge a lot faster. Charger it'll or charge faster than yours okay so it's got a full screen 5.6 it's got a dual pixel 12.2 megapixel in the rear it has a um uh qualcomm snapdragon 670 which has 2.0 gigahertz um and then a plus 1.7 gigahertz 64 bit octa core whatever the hell that means it's got four gigabytes of LPDDR4 RAM, and I've got the black version. Oh, it's got a 3,000 milli, milli, whatever, MAH battery. No lamps. It's got active edge centers. It does charge by USB-C, or USB-C. I have to cough. <coughs> I had it for a week, and I love it. So that is the Pixel 3a. It's a, uh, yeah, um, I think it's, if you're looking for, um, a decent phone, but not like I was looking at the One Touch uh, Seven as far as like a nice phone, but that's like seven hundred dollars. The which one? Oh, the One Touch Seven. Mm-hmm. 
um, if I was going to get like something like way better. Um, so why wouldn't you just go with the Pixel 3? Because this has almost everything with like half the price. Really? So what's the difference between the Pixel 3 and this one? The Pixel 3 has um, waterproofing. It has fast uh, wireless charging, which I never use. And it has a, f- a faster processor. And also the uh, wide-angle selfie lens, which I can give two fucks about. But what about the selfies at PAX, bro? I can still take decent selfies. Here's it. I'll show you a picture. All right, let's do a selfie. Uh, and I was going to show you one I already oh, had. Fine, show me one. Don't take a selfie. Do you still do Quippy, by the way? So you give selfies? Huh? That's portrait mode. Here's not portrait mode. Okay. See the difference? Yeah, yeah, I see the big difference. Yep. Quippy is not around right now. Aww. Yeah, I know. Sad. Well, that's sad. No, let's take a break and fill our glasses again. Alright, sounds good. We'll be right back. Tasty treats in hand. Uh, second half of the show is brought to us by same damn thing. Except same damn thing except I'm drinking it straight. And I'm drinking the pussy way. All right. So hey Tim, you wanna kick it? Let's kick it. Hey Tim. Yeah. I have something for you. What you got? I have a Kickstarter. Oh oh snap. He's holding up a packet. Ow. Catch your gurgling guts, motherfucker! He just knocked my headphones off. This is like the Mad Balls thing. I can't remember which ones I said I wanted. I don't remember, but they're all pretty fucking cool. Just got them in the mail. They're like bouncy ball oh, eyeballs. Ooh, it's squishy. I got the uh, I got the brain over here, and then there's a heart behind you. We could probably just do this the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, what did you throw at me? I threw an I threw a heart and an eyeball at you. Okay, I think you're I currently want... holding an eyeball and a I think that's a stomach. I think I want the eyeball for sure. Okay, is there one that you really want? Um, I think this might be the heart. I'm not sure what's behind you. Hold on, I have something about that. Uh, I have a brain, uh-huh. an eye, a stomach, and a heart. Okay. Um, I'll take a brain. Okay. And maybe a heart. What about a stomach and an eye for you? Okay. I wanted the eye most. I would have picked the brain, but uh, since I picked the eye as like my primary, that's fair. Okay, so what's your second one then? Stomach or heart? Um, Probably heart. Let me see the heart. No, you, I know you. you want the heart. That's fine. I'll take the stomach. I got the brain. It squishes really good. Yeah, it does. It's, stomach, it's legit. The, the, stomach, the stomach squishes better than the other ones. This, uh... This legitimately reminds me of like my childhood when these were like actually on the market. Gurgling guts, squeeze me. See? Brain. Oh, the brain is pretty cool. Yeah. She got doubles of the brain. Right. 
Oh, the brain squish is, is really good. Is this the too. stomach? I think so. And this has got to be the stomach, right? <coughs> Sorry, I built a cough. Okay. These are awesome. Should I keep one sealed for my son? I don't know. I, I want to play with one for sure. It's so cool. <laughs> They're very cool. I'm so glad we, I'm so glad you backed this. I got well, it wasn't the, that expensive either, really. No, though. it was like, what, like 30 bucks for the four of these or something? Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah. I was super stoked when I got these in the mail. <laughs> My wife's like, these are disgusting. I was like, yeah, but they're cool. Exactly. All right. You actually want to talk about some Kickstarters? I just kind of want to play with this now. I know, exactly. Sorry about that. It's fine. Uh, all right. So I'm going to kick us off this week. <coughs> Uh, first Kickstarter this week, guys, besides Gurgling Guts Backed, is the Legends Cookbook Game Inspired Recipes and Adventures. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Fire. If he has an awkward. Why'd you press pause? I didn't. Just stopped? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, damn it. You have to start all over. I don't know what just happened. Don't thing. touch it. Okay. Don't touch it. Don't. My phone's stupid. Don't touch it. Yeah, because you don't have the Pixel 3A. I might have to buy a new 1.7 or whatever the fuck it's called. The Legends Cookbook. That's like your favorite word. Legends? Yeah. Yes. Oh! He's got the, he's got the mask! That bunny mask, the one that looks my name is Peter Joseph from Brave, and mask. I am the lead chef really for the Legends Cookbook. Huh? I've been making original recipes and uploading video tutorials on my YouTube channel since 2014. That's better. My inspiration for these recipes started when I was a little kid, and I played Majora's Mask, and I wondered what Chateau Romani would actually taste like. When I got older and I turned 21, when my first video came out, the first That's recipe so I did was Chateau Romani. Let me tell you, I had a grin on my face because I actually got to taste what I wondered in my childhood. This cookbook isn't just for gamers, I feel. I feel it's for people that just love cooking. If you What the hell? It's my phone. Don't kick up my whiskey, please. Kick your phone. Maybe oh. it's not my phone. Alright, we're fifty two seconds in, Tim. Oh god damn it. What I wondered in my, my childhood. Kick off? This cookbook isn't just for gamers. I feel. I feel it's for people that just love cooking. If you. Yep. Must have. Well, guess that's all we hear about that. You need to describe it. Uh, no. Good. This cookbook isn't just for gamers. I feel. I feel it's for people that just love cooking. If you. <laughs> it doesn't want to go past that spot, dude. Uh, it's gotta be something on Kickstarter then. No, stop! Shut up! You're making me sad. Let me tell you, <laughs> this I is like the, win. the number one Kickstarter we wanted to feature, and we can't play the video. In my childhood, this cookbook isn't just for gamers. I feel. I feel it's for people. I have a good feeling about this one. Uh huh. If you, hey, hey Zach, I got a idea. Give me the ox cord. <laughs> yeah, here you go. I don't need that stupid dongle. You take your damn dongle. Oh yeah, take the dongle. Fucking dongle. All right. I'm plugged into my, All right, my new phone. 54 seconds, please. Okay. Hold on. This is the worst audio it. ever. This is worse than me trying to find music videos. Oh, it's pretty bad. I feel. I feel it's for people that just love cooking. If you There's something, <laughs> there's something wrong It's with, on their video. It's there's not something on wrong. There's something wrong with the minute mark cuz I that's that's really weird. Yep. All right. My don't go back, please. Okay, why don't you read um 
read what it's about, and I'll try to find a YouTube link. All right, sounds good. Uh, so The Legends Cookbook is a culinary adventure between two covers. This is a professionally developed and designed cookbook filled to the brim with good food, charming illustrations, and imaginative recipes. This cookbook is for everyone, beginners and pros, drawing from a litany of inspirations. We capture the sense of the wild and novice... Uh, novelty um these dishes will transport the reader to new worlds teaching them to cook with a plethora of different techniques we okay, got this okay, maybe let's find out 56 seconds gamers i feel i feel it's for people that just love cooking if you want to make unique recipes that are visually stunning and taste delicious then this is the product for you I'm deriving inspirations from miscellaneous old field guides from like the 70s and 80s. Perfect. I think they have a lot of really good anatomical like pursuits in their sketches the and illustrations and I want to bring that into this cookbook. I'm an artist. I did art for Mother to Earth, Mother's Cookbook, and Batter's Almanac. I really hope people back this and I really hope they support this. Because it is, it is a really fun cookbook. There's a lot of cool stuff that you can make. You can make it with your kids. You can make it with your friends. It's something that you can share with people. Ooh, cooking with cooking Zach is an experience. Cooking with Zach and Tim, That's what I like about making cookbooks. These original recipes from three generations from both sides of my family, the Italian and Cuban side, and from my travels, going to different countries and exploring different Pouring paths. Pouring a shit ton of this wine on this chicken. This is not just inspired by the game. It's inspired by my family, my friends, and my fans. So for this project, we're actually partnering with the Yeti, which I'm very excited for. I'm a big fan of their you shirt. See shirt. We're going to make sure that yeah, I saw everything's the shirt. up to quality, that everyone's going to get their you cookbooks the or their back rewards. Everything's just going to be great. I feel like this cookbook is more than just a cookbook for me. I've worked on this for a long time, about a year now. And I feel like the friends I've made along the way just have made this all worth it. It takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication. And as you can see from my voice, it's very tiresome. I really hope you'll help support this project. If you don't have the money to back it, don't worry about it. Just support it by don't retweeting worry about pages, it. Time. showing don't off the artwork to different people, your fans, your family, anyone you love, any one of your enemies. You never know, a good meal can bring you closer together. I hope you guys back the project. Um, we're working very hard on it, and I'm personally very proud of it. I really hope you enjoy The Legends Cookbook and the possibilities it can bring you to your future culinary adventures. It's like it's got this chicken coming out of his cast iron skill. It looks pretty sick. He just puts it on a stone, puts his green sauce on it. It looks really, really awesome. Okay, he's rubbing that breast with that. He's touching his breast, is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, it's a steak. Never mind. But he was, mm. he was really stroking that meat in a way that's making me a little bit uncomfortable. Cook like a hero pledge today. All right. All right. Five dollars gets you a thank you. Nobody wants that. $10 gets you a slate plate, which is a PDF copy of the book. I would go for that. You would? I would. You would. Um, or 35 gets you Tome of the Chef, which is a uh, paperback copy of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, you get a digital copy. Mm. Um, 45 gets you the uh, thank you in a book and a digital copy and a hardcover bound book. Uh, 55, which I just found... Get you a sticker set. Oh, you like the stickers. See, I don't... I like the giveaway stickers. You like stickers. I like stickers. Are they Zelda-related stickers? I don't know. I can't find them anywhere. I gotta look on the computer. Don't let me forget. <coughs> look at the stickers. The really shitty part is $95. Get mm. you a apron, a conversion poster, a sticker set, a hardcover, and a digital copy. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Tim, how much is that digital copy worth to you? 
About ten dollars. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I can get it for ten dollars. Shut up, Tim. Big granddad of them all. Five hundred dollars. Legendary recipes. Work with our chefs to get your legendary recipe in the cookbook. It's a truly grand adventure. You'll get a special traveler spirit. Uh, you'll get an avatar on your heroic adventure. A paperback, hardcover, and a digital copy of the cookbook. As well as you'll get the champion's apron, screen printed conversion poster, sticker set, and your name in the thank you section for $500. There's two or six of those left. Woohoo! Go get you some legend cookbook. Uh, I don't think I forgot. I think I forgot to say this, but there is 17 days ago. Currently, <coughs> 840 backers. They're looking for 15,000 US dollars. They're currently at 47,854. All right, go for it, Tim. What do you got? I got literally nothing. Sweet. I like when you have nothing. I I, I got nothing. Cool. Uh, I'll let them talk about it. Okay. Hopefully, their video plays a little better. Yeah, hopefully. We're Ooh, I'm already, I'm already liking this. No matter how big or small the project, good design is essential, even if what you're designing is nothing. Our goal is to create the highest quality products the world has ever seen. We are the Much More Brothers. And this, this is nothing. But plenty of people have explored this idea of selling nothing before, but no one's ever done it seriously. That's why we take nothing seriously. We take nothing seriously. So what makes all of different? It's the attention to detail. It's the, the sheer amount of time, effort that's gone into creating each piece. The story starts the same as any other with a blank page. We're using a 70-year-old letter press to bind metallic foil to our hand-selected ultra-heavy cardstock. That's cool as fuck. It's then die-cut into a custom shape designed to hold and ship the optimal amount of nothing. Before assembling, <laughs> we emboss it with our official stamp <laughs> quality. Then it's secured shut with a tamper-evident holographic security sticker, and of course, our genuine wax seal. I want the then, wax seal. each piece is inspected, individually numbered, and signed by hand. Whether you're buying this for the person who has everything or to probably <laughs> play yourself, we're giving you absolutely nothing. <laughs> that is up to you. Our production crew is patiently standing by, ready to fulfill these orders. Your production crew is not patiently standing by. He's got to get the f***ing presses rolling so I can get and I can get to other work. So be a part of something. <laughs> nothing. All right, Tim. What? Tell me about nothing. All right. So it's, Tim, tell me about nothing. I am. Nothing. It's literally a box of nothing. Okay. But it's a very well-designed box of nothing. Okay. It's got, like that you heard, a wax seal. It's got a laser-etched uh, tamper seal. It's got cardstock with gold leaf, all this stuff. So it's already come and gone because I featured this for last week's, but I don't feel like it matters for this particular one. I just thought it was a really cool project. Um, they were looking for $4,000. They got $9,001 um, with 172 backers. $7 gets you virtually nothing which is their most eco-friendly option. Instead of mailing you one of our custom-designed envelopes, if you back to this level, email you printable PDF of nothing. This is great if you want to be a part of nothing, but want to contribute virtually zero carbon emissions in the process. <laughs> it had seven backers. So these guys are literally just making like, hey, pay like our... Like really fucking cool envelopes full of nothing. Like, hey, just 
pay us to not do nothing. Okay, this is my favorite part. There's an essential envelope, nothing for $15. Or for $25, you get the deluxe envelope of nothing. There's a thousand available of that one. Um, and there was 53 backers to that level. It comes with uh, a cut above the entry level nothing, created with a pure white, velvety, ultra heavy cardstock, brilliant copper foil, and a gunmetal black wax seal. So it's got a wax, black wax instead of a. Where does it say that? On the $25 level? Mm hmm. And then there's a premium level, and then the top wait, level. Wait, wait, wait. The $25 level has a gun wax seal? Mm hmm. Yeah, black seal instead of red Where? seal. Where? It's in the middle. Just trust me on this. Gunmetal black wax. Um, there's a family pack for 75 family pack plus you get 10 of these oh shit it's already done I can't back I fuck it, it's literally nothing you can't do it so that's what I got for this Damn week's it. kickstarter what's your what's your final kickstarter directive part 2 part 2 if you guys want to hear about part 1 go over to podcast junkie and listen to it okay I can't restart it fuck what the hell Okay. Kickstarter sucks nowadays. I don't know what video Hi, there is. I'm David Magan, ah, creator of Directive and Voice of Frank. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet, Directive is a sci-fi podcast that's really sharp. a man that takes a 20-year job looking after sleeping passengers on the way to a new planet. Only problem is, he's alone. You can find it on your favorite podcaster, and the whole thing's about Wait, he's a podcaster? Minutes. I'll give you a second to pause the video, because there are some major spoilers ahead. So, it's in an open room. Thank you so much for your love and support with Directive. Because of you guys, Directive has enjoyed 40,000 downloads and counting. Has been featured and trending on Spotify. And joined a spot on the top 50 performing arts podcasts on iTunes. And has even been featured on some great blogs, review shows, and articles. As some of you may know, I'm a one-man production team. Which means I'm the writer, director, editor, sound designer, voice actor, social media manager. So now, it's time for me to ask for some help. I'm making Directive Part 2, which will revolve around Diana, the character that looked after Frank in Season 1. We'll follow her journey as she joins Dr. Evans on the first Project Morpheus until after Frank's death and what it makes her do. If all goes according to plan, Directive Part 2 will be released and ready to binge September 10th, 2019. For this, I'm raising $200. That'll help me get the thing made and pay for some music licenses, graphics, and hosting costs. If we're able to raise that, then we'll go into stretch goals. At $500, I'll be able to make part three, which will revolve around Dr. Evans, and we'll actually get to see if he's as bad of a guy as some people think. At $1,000, I'll make two specials, each about half the length of a season. The first will be about the original Frank Diaz and his journey to save his sick daughter. And the second will be about the show's actual antagonist. Finally, if we're able to raise $1,500, I'll make the much-requested special about Casper. Mm-hmm. Part 3 in the special will be released late 2019, early 2020. But as a backer, you'll get early access before anybody else. With this, I will be able to make the story that I've been wanting to share with you all. If you're not able to donate, no worries. Sharing this campaign on social media will help immensely. Thanks so much, friends. Happy Tuesday. So is Directive Part 1 already in the wild? Yeah, so I reviewed it over a Podcast Junkie. Okay. It's uh, it's really good. I okay. like it. It's emotional. So don't let your wife listen to it because she will probably break down. But you will like it. Okay. Um, 
Part one is emotional. It's really good. Um, and uh, so have you published that episode yet? Yeah. Keep going back. Keep going back. Direct it. Uh, in March. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't listening to anything in that month. That's oh. why. You're a dick. Why weren't you listening in March? Oh, right. Yes, makes sense. Um, fifty-five days ago, Birmingham, UK. Three hundred twenty-six dollars out of two hundred. So it's fully backed. Twenty-three so backers. Five hundred was his first stretch goal, right? Um, yeah, I believe so. So he's he's pretty close. close. He's pretty close. What are, what are the backing levels? Uh, one dollar is the Mexican food enthusiast level. Okay. Um, thank you for donating. You'll have your name in a backer level at the end of season two. Um, Domino's champ is five dollars. Mm-hmm. Gets you all the rewards above. And you'll have early access to the season as well as stretch goals. That's pretty good. Yeah. $10 gets you the caretaker, which is all previous levels. You get an exclusive desktop wallpaper for season two. (laughs) And 25 is the biochem engineer previous levels plus recording of rehearsals and bloopers. 50 is all the above Q and a live stream, which I might be hitting up David to do the live stream on uh, the Podcast Junkie Discord server. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Magadora Executive is the $100 level. All previous levels. Choice of Casper up to 30 seconds. Uh, Well, as well as recording of your choice of Casper up to 30 seconds with actor approval. Maybe you fancy a new voicemail message or an alarm given by a sassy AI. Now is your chance. And the big granddaddy of them all, 10 out of 10 left, is $500. Happy Tuesday. All previous levels as well as a bonus episode from a character of your choice or unexplored character topic in the show. Additionally, you'll be listed as executive producer for season two and three. So with the $500, you kind of have, you kind of give them the idea for an episode? Is that what they're saying? Uh, you... As well as a bonus episode for a character of your choice or an explored topic. So you get to pick a topic of the already established show or a So you just say, I want to hear more about this, but you don't, yep. ne- you don't necessarily get to... Like, you don't get to direct it or write it, but you, you just, just say, say, I want this, mm-hmm. you make it. Cool. So That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, David's a great guy. He reached out to me a long time ago, and I finally got his reviewed. How many uh, days are left in this? 55. Okay. So you got a while. So, uh, damn it, Zach, don't check your fucking phone during this part. Tim, you want to continue on? Yes, let's talk about games. All right. What this Hold on. Podcast... There's, game, there's games music, I think, right? No, that's for the, the new releases. All right. So, I, I played some games on vacation. Um, I, I played uh, mainly Hob. And I started Hob. at Hob. A... You I... hobbled? You hobbled over? <sighs> you actually have Hob on your wall. I have Hob on my wall. I have a Hob on my PS4. I have a Hob on my PC. You hobbled over? So, if someone was going to ask me, like, what is your favorite, like, underappreciated, under... Hob. Hob. This game is really cool. It's like This game is really fucking cool. Um, It's great on the Switch. Um, It's it's good on every Fuck system. You. I played it, but... Did you get it for free on the Switch? No. I paid for it. Okay. It's on sale this week. Just making sure... Is it? Really? How much? I don't know, because I've already bought it. Once you buy it, you can't see what the sale price is. Shit! Well, you can check it. I'll check it. It's on Switch. It's, it's on Switch. Okay. It's the definitive edition, whatever the hell that means. Um, what's great about Hob is like you are introduced. There's no dialogue. You're introduced to this world full of mystery. Like there's these machines that have like kind of crumbled and fallen apart, and you sort of like reactivate them, and like the world shifts when you do, and like there's like all these 
man, it's really hard to describe audibly. You have to see it. Um, it has that sense of wonder, that sense of mystery. You're delving into dark caverns full of ancient machinery. You're okay. re- you're reactivating it. You're making, yeah. and it's not clear who you are. Um, yeah. There's a, a robot protector that sort of helps you. Um, he actually gives you his arm in the very first because you get attacked by this poisonous creature that that um, that poisons your left arm or whatever. Um, so the robot cuts your arm off and then gives you his arm, and your arm actually, well, the robot's arm will interact with machines and help you progress in the game. It's it's great if you love mysteries and discovery. Um, it's definitely much very much a Zelda like. Um, the colors are amazing. There's like it's random, very vibrant colors. There's cool little creatures. Like I yeah. said, there's machinery. Um, for certain people, this game will be like, wow, this is amazing. And I feel like nobody's heard of this game. That makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hob is great. I've also been playing a little bit of Zelda with my son. I want to do some more. We Which are, one? Uh, which son? I only have no. One. Which one? Which Zelda? Zelda. Yes. Breath of the Wild. Um, okay. We are still in the DLC quests. I've um, kind of gave up on that. I want to complete it before I beat Ganon. I Me too. So I kind of gave up on the game. I guess is what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna do it. I've, I gotta I've, do I, it. I gotta. Like, do I it. walked away from Zelda for a long time, and the way that my son is excited about Zelda, like it's it, it's it really, gets you excited again. Absolutely. Uh! Absolutely. He he's like tell, he's he he watches a lot of YouTube. He's like, Dad, I know the secret of uh this one area. You can go. You can you can harvest like durian fruit, and you can make this really cool recipe that gives you all the extra hearts and blah blah blah. And like he, so we'll go on these little, <sighs> little side quests that he gets excited about, and we'll do it. And he like, that's so cool. It's really cool. Does he get excited about fishing? Um, he gets excited about um cooking more than fishing. Okay, so the fishing is, or the cooking is the new fishing. Pretty much, gotcha. yeah. Um, right, cool. Which we'll go with your cookbook. Yeah. So we are. Cur- <sighs> that's a the DLC is a good value. Like there is a it, lot it's of a very there good is value. a lot of freaking content. There's a ton of um, new. Not temples, what the hell are they call shrines. Yeah. Um, that don't give you the normal crystals that get you hearts or stamina. They give you like this new weird currency that gets you something yeah, else. Yeah. Um, and it's challenging. Uh, it's a long quest. Yeah. I'm about, I would say two thirds through that. Um, I've got three more beasts to reconquer. Um. Okay. And the associated, um, shrines before that. You have to beat three shrines to unlock, rebeating, the beasts it's yeah. this whole process it's a bitch i've 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 snuck into the the castle a couple times where ganon's hiding out and that looks like it's gonna be super challenging like i'm gonna pretty much the like, thing is like everybody says that but like everything i've read is like the castle is super fucking like you just walk up there you for you start the game walk up there you can beat it I've heard that, but like I know I've so, heard that too. But there's like, so, there's many guard- so many fucking guardians. There's so many guardians, and there's other high level monsters too, like yeah. the bone guys yeah. that, that just kill you in like two hits. Yeah, I know. And and yes, if you have the guardian thing that revives you, you can get a couple revives. But I don't know. Um, yeah, when we get done with this um, DLC, I think that'll be the time. I don't know. There's a couple other side quests we're sort of interested, in, but I think that's when we'll beat Ganon. And basically, I'm just going to like, okay, it's Saturday. Are you going for the motorcycle? Yeah. Well, that's... Okay. That's what you're going for. That's what the culmination of this DLC is. Oh, is it? Is. Okay. And I'll, you know, I'll... Ride around on it for a little bit. Absolutely. It'll let me fast travel, basically. Yeah. Well, not fast travel, but travel faster. Yeah. You could already fast travel yeah. between the uh, spires. Um. So, yeah. 
it's been a good bonding thing with my son, and it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I can't and wait that, till my son's old enough to do this. That game is amazing. It is a it's masterpiece. A, it's a good. It's a Even good if game. I'd never played a Zelda game before, I think I would really appreciate this game. So I know people that have hated Zelda before and actually enjoyed to a certain extent this game. It's got a lot going for it. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the, the thing is like the new Pokemon game coming out. I'm like, it kind of looks like this. Like it's really? like open world. I haven't checked it out, so I will check it out. I've also been playing the beta of Rad, and I think I'm glad that I played the beta. Rad? Rad. It is from Double Fine. Um, it is a roguelike set in a post-apocalyptic future. Um, you are a random kid who spawns, and you're in a, a hub village, and then you go out. And as you absorb radiation in the wilds, you gain new mutant powers. So the longer you survive, the more powerful you get. But of course, your enemies are going to be more powerful too. This sounds familiar, but I don't think I've played it. I, you haven't. Um, yeah. It's colorful. Um, the combat's pretty fun. I don't like the fact that you, when you die, you don't seem to carry anything that you got. I, mean, I understand that the progression of the, the radiation powers like is different every time, and that makes sense. But the, like, there's currency you pick up along the way. You don't, you don't get to keep any of that stuff. You unlock new um, items you can buy, and those stay permanent. You can still buy them, but you don't get to keep them. So every run, you're kind of starting over. And mm-hmm. I don't. That's a roguelike feature that I do not personally enjoy. So I will probably be passing on this game when it comes out. But I did have a c- good couple fun. Crazy. Ho- I had a couple fun hours with it. Um, huh. Yeah. When you like mutate and get like a new power, it's pretty cool. Like, you start as a normal kid, but then you'll get, like, a tail that shoots out, like, little eggs that can attack things for you, or... You have a tail that yeah. shoots out eggs. Yeah, and you make, like, gross pooping sounds, like... <laughs> and, like, little egg... Ding. <laughs> it's fun. Um, All right. It's, All right. If the beta's still available, you should try it. If Just for 15... Not yet. Sorry. Two more games. Um, I just downloaded the one. I'll make this one really brief since I've only played it for about half an hour. It's called The World Next Door. Um, it's the story is like you're an Earth girl, and you're an <clears throat> Earth girl. All right. There's an alternate universe that is parallel to ours, and like every like once a year, there's a portal that opens between them. You can like go between the other universe instead What's of. What's like, this called? The world next door. Yes. Okay. Um, the that world it runs on magic, where ours runs on science. Halloween, kind of. Okay. Um, and then and then people aren't like uniform. They have like like horns and other weird features so it's, it's like a magic universe next to ours um and she goes over and she's having an adventure is this kind of like the uh is this like this square one that we played at like the win one random ass like pax uh, it was a pax um it so was like the girl with like the like white mask yep Every, yep what the fuck how the hell did you get this game i want to play this fucking game it's on switch did you pay for it yeah it was on sale how much 10 bucks what the fuck tim supposed to message me i brought you to that game it God was damn great it. yeah no shit it's great <laughs> it's God awesome it. it's fun so you, so it's a, for combat you like uh you, ah! match, you match runes if you match three you get a magic attack and you get to fire the attack so it's kind of like like a tetris game almost with an rpg yeah, element kind of it's fucking sweet yeah and art style is great um, yeah no shit it's really cool <laughs> god damn it i didn't realize it was out yet not only is it out, it's on sale for 48 hours, but I think that's over. <laughs> Sweet. Um, okay, last game. I'm trying to make this fast. Gato, that's fine. Gato Robato just came out. It's from Devolver. It sounds Di- like a fucking 90s game. 
Uh, yeah, kind of. It looks like a, a GBA game, or not okay. even not even GBA. Like um, GB, like original GB. It looks like something that could run on the play date. It's, really, it's literally black and white. Huh. Um, but it's really crisp. Like, um, is it cubed or is it like defined lined or? No, it's cubed. Um, okay. So you, okay, it's kind of like a Metroid. So you, there's mm. this guy in a spaceship, and he his spaceship crashes, okay. and he's trapped inside the spaceship. So he can't do anything, but his cat's free, and his cat jumps out and jumps what into... What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. I'm not okay. done yet. The cat jumps into a mech suit, which, like, alters itself to fit him, and the cat is going to, like, find the pieces that they need to, to get off the planet or whatever. And it's... Can we go back to the world next door? <laughs> well, no, because this is actually really good. Um, it's a Metroid-type game, but you don't go back and forth that much. It's fairly linear. Like, you will backtrack a little bit. Um, but basically, like when you get the thing you're looking for, that'll open up a new path that makes it faster to go back than the original way. So it's really nice that way. I've heard it's like a three or four hour game. I'm currently stuck on this one boss. It's really hard um, for me. Um, it's a submarine boss, and he's like shooting all this shit at you, and I keep dying. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Huh. Okay. What about what about World Next Door? Do you want to hear about? Just fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Let's see if the sale's over. Hold on. I actually got an email about it. I didn't even know there was on sale, but I got... I didn't even fucking know the name of the game. I just remember the fucking action and the play of it. And I was like, Tim, come check this out. That really fucking sweet place where I got, like, flashy glasses and fucking a sweatshirt. Yeah, I, I literally stopped at a 7-Eleven after work to get a $10 card so I could buy this thing. God damn it. And so far, it's great. I, I haven't played very much. It's on Steam It's as well. like, like... So, like, the, like, text on it when we played it was, like, really, like, high school, like... It's very Man. high school. Like, the characters are 16 or 17. Yeah. But, uh, like, the gameplay was fun. The gameplay is great. Yeah. And the art style... Oh, it's still currently 10 bucks, dude. Mm, I'm going to have to buy this after we leave here. Okay. So It's literally a 48-hour sale, I think. Sweet. Um. So, I've been playing Descenders. Yeah, you streamed it. Downhill biking. I've been streaming it a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. That was fun to watch you. Um, yeah, you watched me one night, and I streamed it another night as well. I was well. working that night, sorry. Yeah, you were. That's eh, fine. Um, and I played a little bit of Sniper Elite 3. So that's um, that's kind of an indie sniper game, right? Not so much. It's, I mean, it, all who, the sniper games are kind of indie. Who's the uh, publisher? I can't remember the name of the publisher on that one. Indie. Yeah. It's uh, it's the guy who actually like it's the company who's actually made Sniper Elite like a household name. So what time period is this game set in? Like this modern? one's like Hitler. Oh, okay, World War Two. Yeah. Um. Does that kind of limit your your sniper rifles then? So it's a third person tactical shooter stealth game developed and published by Rebellion. Um, it is uh. I'm trying to figure out like, if it actually gives me like a time frame on this Wikipedia really quick look up. Um, plot. Here we go. 1942. Okay. So that, that'd be World War Two, right? Or would that be World War One? <laughs> it's World War Two, buddy. That's what I thought. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Don't don't question me on this. I'm not questioning anything. <laughs> so I might, be, uh, I might be laughing a little bit. Yeah. But I'm not questioning. You can laugh all you want. Don't question me. God damn it. Um. So it's it's fun. Hey Zach, what's up? What geographical area? Germany is, is Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, uh, that's Hawaii. Good job. Thank you. Normandy? In Japan, 
Normandy. What country is Normandy? Normandy is Germany. Right? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, where, where is that? It's France. France? I mean, kind of close. It's so, actually the, um, it's a big anniversary for World War II. I can't remember which one. It's today, isn't it? It's pretty, it's, it's, it's very. It's today is D-Day, isn't it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure today is D-Day because I've been blowing so every up. So like, every five years they have like a, a memorial service. Yeah, I, it at, was today. At Normandy, which is in France. And they're saying this might be the last one. Because everybody's like 102. No. Right. The last one where an actual com- combatant from World War II would be there, Yeah. Which they're is, like 102 right now. I know. I'm looking up D-Day. I'm pretty sure today is D-Day. Uh, what is today? Today is the... S- Today no, it's is, tomorrow. Today is the fifth. It's tomorrow. Today, tomorrow. So the sixth is D-Day. Today is tomorrow. Um, okay. So actually, there, there were, there's several theaters that are playing like uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, which has a pretty good reenactment of the Normandy invasion. So I've never actually seen that. You, you should. Do you know who you Wolfman like Jack is? Yeah, he's a DJ. Yeah, so I've actually seen half of that movie in Wolfman Jack's house. Okay. D- yeah. Which part? Which half? The first half. That's a pretty good half. Yeah, it's a good half. I was also like super did young. You, I was like, I don't give a did fuck. Did you see the sniper part? Yeah, but it was like, it was more like around like surround sound was just coming out and he had surround sound. His brother had surround sound. It was at his house. And uh, so we got to watch that part of it. And I was like, this surround sound is so cool. Well, there's several scenes in that movie that would appeal to you. Yeah. And we'll, we'll discuss that after yeah. the show. So I need to watch the whole movie. You should. Yeah. Um, so I played Sniper Elite 3. The problem with that game is, like, I can't really progress because I've played Sniper Elite 1 and 2 with, uh, Q. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of fucking boring by yourself. Huh. Why? Like, I mean, it's like, do oh, you, I you, shot the guy in the day. spotter or something? No. Or? Like, I don't need Q to be there to play, but, like, it's just kind of fucking boring. Because it's, like, it's so easy. Okay. And it's, like... You like with Q there is like a different aspect of like oh fuck there's somebody else making noise like I gotta like I got to make sure that we're in sync. Okay. And when I'm playing it solo is like Would I'm it help like, you if you streamed it? I did stream it. Okay. Was it better? No. Okay. It was like, oh I'm gonna go over here and shoot this guy in the dick. Alright, I'm gonna go over here and shoot him right in the fucking head. Most people do headshots. He's yeah. like doing dick shots. Oh yeah, it blows his testicles up. That's great. Yep. So, um, you know, uh, that's one of those games. Q, I bought it for Q, so we should fucking play it together. Okay. So, um, shoot Nazis in the dick. That's we great. should. Uh, you want to talk about game releases? Yes, there are new games coming out this week. All not, right, you not ready? As many as last week, which we'll never discuss. We'll never discuss those. But this week, you ready? Games. Yep, I'm ready. All right. Warhammer, Chaos Bane, PC, Xbox One, PS4, The Legends of Heroes. Trails of Cold, Steel 2, PS4, Persona Q, The New Cinema Labyrinth, 3DS, Persona Q, New Cinema Labyrinth, Showtime Premium Edition, 3DS, The Elder Scrolls Online, Elderin, PS4, Xbox One, Reventure. I got multiple emails asking me to review that. I decided not to. I got a keyboard, PC, Auto Chess, Origin, iPhone. Hell Let Loose PC Slay the Spire Nintendo Switch 
and Journey PC with Octopath Traveler coming out to some fucking console right now. PC. PC. And until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. And shoot Nazis in the dick. In Sniper Elite 3. Goes on for an hour and a half, guys. Longest episode of plug and play ever. Tim just stays sitting here. We sure about the whiskey bottle up. I mean, no one's gonna know if I get up and get a drink. <laughs>